Mic check. One, two. Mic check. One, two. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? How does this sound? So basically, what's going down is... Just trying to figure out where to place the microphone, what microphone to get, trying to make things. I'm just trying to make every episode more and more badass. That being said, welcome to Gun Instincts Podcast. What's up? How's it going? So I hope y'all are doing pretty awesome. Um... Sending lots of love to everyone uh, who's been listening and just sending all sorts of love. Um, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that you love the podcast. That being said, this podcast is going to be about uh, permaculture, regenerative farming techniques, um, how to go about them, what to do where to start, and that sort of thing. Uh, the reason why I'm sort of divulging into this is because that's sort of... Uh, <clears throat> I've been coming to this conclusion lately that you need to sort of get to the root of things. And that sounds so simple, and that sounds so obvious. But of course, as we go through life, we tend to stray. So this is an attempt to sort of get to the root of existence, which is really growing food and tending to nature. Um, nurturing nature. And of course, this goes with this goes with just the way we live our lives as well, too, right? With people, because to move forward, obviously, we reproduce. We need to nurture the next generation um, to thrive and to move on and to move forward. And that is sort of the hidden... Um, techniques of, how do you say it, the hidden techniques where the mass media and sort of this conglomerate illusion that we see with the uh, consumption, consumerism, and uh, entertainment. I'm getting something awesome for us right now. Right? That's where it stems from. It's just like this absence of nurture. And it's like every single generation of people who grow up without the correct amount of love and nurturing, they're not going to thrive in the reality that the group is co-creating. So it's like when you cause mass disillusion and disconnection from roots, from your roots, from the nature of human being, in this example, 
then you lose that, right? You lose that sturdy, grounded foundation that's going to help you grow and blossom. And essentially what comes after blossoming is the fruit. And the fruits, my friend, the fruits of our labor. I wonder if that's where it came from, the fruits of, indulge in the fruits of your labor. You know, because like, it's gotta be. Everything comes from our roots. And that being said, I'm going to share a story while I burn this Palo Santo and I get some cleansing in the air going. So this is Gut Instinct's podcast where we question everything and we talk about anything that comes to our mind and that we need to address, whether it be spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. So I burn this and I bless this space for you and I, and I hit things while I do it because that's how I roll. I'm sort of clumsy like that. So, and it's funny because what, what made me really think of this was I planted a fig tree a while back, but not too, too long ago, but it, it looked pretty sad, you know, and, you know, it was a long, cold winter, let's put it that way, and I thought to myself, I don't know, I think it might be gone, and I sort of prayed on it, and I, and I asked for a sign, and you could do this, and you could try it out yourself, right, you ask, Ask the universe for a sign. Have a direct question out into it. That's the key. And uh, wait for an answer. And that's sort of what happened. I, I assumed that it was either gone or dormant. But... You know, from the feeling, it just looked dead. It looked gone. And, and I, you know, I, I put out to the universe, you know, if, if it's still alive and there's still life force in there, just show it to me. And that way I, that way I know. And, and it's so funny, uh, days later, I'm almost positive there is a sprout coming from the base of the tree. So it had two giant limbs, not giant, but two larger limbs half inch diameter or so. And yeah, it just hasn't done anything at all. Um, since spring. And I believe we got a sprout. So it's just, it reminded me to be humble and dormant when I need to be dormant. Because there are going to be times where I grow slow or fast and develop 
new branches, if you will. New branches of life, new branches of opportunity. I had to take a drink of my juice. <clears throat> I think you should as well. And if you're tokity toking on this episode of Gun Instinct Podcast, because you know that's how it started, that's the roots. You can go ahead and pack your bowl or roll your joint or just listen up because honestly, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll toke plenty for y'all. Okay. Um, but honestly, my dream is to just smoke with all you. Um, that's sort of a dream. So we're going to, we're going to go with the sativa, stick with sativa. Um, the numbers say 60-40, but who knows really at this point. I wanted to go and check my local local medical cannabis dispensaries. And uh, I like to see what they got going on. It's interesting, that whole realm of of things, because it's especially in... In the state of Rhode Island, they've, they've closed it down pretty much. And, uh, you know, the, I'm not going to call them out, but they know who they are. Um, they're in with, you know, with the state, state officials and that sort of thing. But hey, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> what, what we're, what we're talking about now is the roots, the roots of plants. And the roots of us, the roots of humans, the roots of life. And you're thinking to yourself, well, you said this podcast was about growing plants. And interestingly enough, this is exactly what it's about. I need you to wrap your head around the idea or the, I don't know if it's much of belief, but just sort of the idea that Beneath the surface is a whole other world, like, in the sense that it's that which you cannot see um, that is sort of more powerful or most powerful. And I thought, I know you probably thought that was going to go somewhere else, but, you know, without the inner strength and the core that one possesses, um, nothing's going to happen externally. And I am like, I'm definitely right there with plenty of people who sort of get caught in to this idea that we need to keep pushing or running faster or harder or, and again, it's like, it's inside, right? The true heart, my true heart knows that you don't need to do that, right? What you need to do is go slow and steady. <laughs> slow, slow, smooth, as smooth as fast. I think that's how you say it. Um, <laughs> slow, smooth, smooth, fast. Uh, it's not the progression that you see that matters it's 
it's the progression within that's sort of hidden uh, that really changes things. You know, and that being said, when you're preparing a little plot for growing vegetables, you know, you want to see that what you're standing on as sort of your base. If anything, you should dig what I call Bokashi compost. Well, what a, a lot of people call Bokashi compost. I think I've talked about it. I know I've talked about it before. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Bokashi compost. So basically it's, you take your food scraps from your daily usage. Uh, it goes in a bucket and then you add inoculation, uh, granules to it and it, jump starts the fermentation process and really the decaying process is sort of it's not fermentation process see ferment it's it's the same mechanism it's changing right so but it's it's different process so when you're jump starting things with fermentation breaking it down in that way creating beneficial microbes you are you're pr pretty much putting inoculated uh, nutrients, raw nutrients almost, because if it's broken down, it's, it's pretty, you know what I mean? It doesn't look like it, it did when you put it in there. Uh, it's available, bioavailable to, to the, to the microorganisms that are within. Wow. Whoa. Did you hear me? Did you hear that? Did you feel that? <laughs> a spider. Uh, right when I said that, boom, right in front of me. Like, wow. I'm not going to lie. I jumped. That, that made me jump. That was... That was an adrenaline rush. <laughs> Did you feel that? So, I don't know what it's going to do now. You know, interesting. Whoops. I'm trying to move my chair here. Because, uh. I mean, now I'm going to be sort of keeping an eye on it, seeing if it wants to jump, jump back at me. It's just right above me walking. That was, that was pretty, uh, signs, signs. Did we talk about signs already this episode? Signs are most important because... It's those signs that jump out at us, right, from the universe, uh, that really change things. But they only change things if we are in the mindset to receive them, okay? So, he's back up there in the ceiling. 
Um, so I'm just gonna let him roam around. He's sort of red looking, which is a little, you know, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't love spiders, but I love that they make awesome, amazing webs and they have unbelievably cool silk. Which, which the deep state probably uses for all sorts of really cool gadgets and shit. That silk is used for a lot of stuff. Um, you don't even realize it. How much technology right now exists. Like, and the reason why I say right now is because when we talk about it, we talked about before how the now is really the only thing that exists in the sense that you are in your mind and anything you can think of and sort of foresee already exists or it possibly exists. So all you have to do is tune into that frequency and you should be able to experience or see it. Um, that's why the mass... That's why the mass takeover of all... Um, all things that are media, right? That's why. Because if you just keep the flow of information controlled to the mass consciousness, you keep the single, singular consciousness just as confused and running around in fucking circles. Oh, that was the first F-bomb on today's episode. So I hope you are you are just as passionate um as I am about the situation and that's why you do things like use the word fuck. And that's actually really the only reason why I'll put explicit um Oh, he's coming down again. What if I did this? I may or may have not blown smoke onto the spider. I may or may have not done that. How does this sound? Because I'm like, a, I'm altering the microphone, where it is, how I'm speaking. I don't know. Anyways. Um... Here we go. We're, we're on Gunning Sync Podcast, and today we're talking about growing vegetables. And basically, what I want you to do, I want you to plant your small vegetables right into the ground, like that hard, grassy stuff, if you got it, right, if you want. Now, you can start with raised beds and start like that. No problem, right? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Somebody who want who has literally hard green grass ground right in front of them. What do I do? The best way possible. You plant your plants into the ground sporadically. Now, you pray that all of them survive. That may or may not be the case. But 
you start with that. So you've broken up that initial, you've broken through, but only in small spots. That's the key. Only in small spots. Now the idea is the roots will spread and break up the soil around it, causing a rush of nutrients, vitamins, and all that stuff into those crevices. That is how the soil starts to become more nutrient dense, right? And at that point, you're calling for the cavalry. Now, the cavalry is the soil microbiome. The soil microbiome exists in a few different layers. There are a few different types or species, whatever you want to call them, but there's like, you know, you got your beetles, you got your grubs, you got your uh, ants, you got your uh, springtails, you got your your worms, right? Can't forget about the worms. Pretty much you're just walking around and pretty much soil is worm, worm shit, okay? It's, it's been in the mouth and out of the butthole. So a worm is just a mouth and a butthole. It's just one long intestine with mouth and butthole. But I'm pretty sure it's got, got some sort of, it's, it's more than that. You know what I'm talking about. It's a digestive machine. Uh, I'm scratching. I think I got bit by, I don't know, mosquitoes or something. I'm not really sure. But what what you want to do is you want to set the soil up for success in the sense that you want to call in all these microorganisms by inoculating the soil with compost now there's the way that i just we spoke briefly about it before which is the bokashi compost that's a little different once you fill up those buckets you dig them into the ground make sure they're about you know, five inches or so, um, underneath, underneath the soil. And then that's it. You could do that. Like that's what I do around my garden. Um, I make what's called a Bokashi trench, which is uh, a trench dug all around the perimeter of your garden. That's my favorite. Just make a large trench and you just dump the Bokashi bucket or two in there, um, cover it, and in about three, not even, honestly, probably a couple months, um, probably six to eight weeks, the soil will be almost completely broken down, like, it will be dark, dark black, um, and it will just be teeming with, like, just teeming with microbes, that was a, uh, (laughs) that was a subtle... Uh, reference to teeming with microbes and teeming with uh, nutrients, I think it's called. It's been a while since I read that. And I think, honestly, I think I lend that out. I think I lend that book out. So if any of my friends, um, if you know, if you have that book, I'm looking for it. You know, I mean, I'll buy it again, I guess. But I think that was already my second or third time buying it. So what you want to do is, if you're not going to do the Bokashi, same tech. You just move one step forward. You plant right into the ground 
not too deep. You go and pick up 50-50 ratio of compost manure, uh, preferably organic, but really whatever you can get, and um, topsoil, right? Or you can do all compost local. You can get it delivered. You know, there's like at least five or six ways we can get into. Okay. How's your herb? How are you feeling lately? I hope you're feeling great. Um, if any of y'all have found me like looking for healing, gut healing and everything, you found the right place. This is part of it. I want you to think of growing food as your first defense to feeling bad, you know, or to quote unquote getting sick, um, you know, which is just an off vibration. That's all. Uh, and then, of course, there's the microbial aspect of things. Speaking of microbes, we'll talk about that in a second. So, at this point, you want to you want to put the soil and the compost on top. You can mix it together. You can just sprinkle it on top. It does not matter. Seriously, it doesn't matter. However, you're feeling. You know, you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to think, oh, I need a tarp. I need to put it out. I need to mix it together nice. It's really not the case. Um, life is much more, how do you say this, forgiving than we give it credit for. That specifically also is a reference to nature. Um so, you know, that being said, do whatever feels right. Do whatever's easiest for you. If you, you know, can only get a couple bags, whatever, go get a couple bags. But the other key to the story or the technique of starting your spring garden is the mulch. You want to get mulch. You don't want to get colored mulch because you don't want the colors to leach into your food. Now, I was bringing this up with my family. It's fun. You can have colored mulch if you want out, you know, to show. But remember, the color starts to lose, lose its color, okay? It, it's dyed. And I'll be honest, it doesn't look good after it starts to. So what would you rather have, right? Like a natural, natural look. So in, in, the, that's just my, that's just obviously my, my opinion, but what I'm saying is when you want, when you're in the garden, you want something like, for example, I've looked it up and I've really, I really dig pine, right? Pine mulch is one of my favorites. You can get, um, a couple different varieties. That was one of my biggest sort of issues on what type of mulch to get. I know what a dilemma to have, right? What type of mulch to get, man, I am staying up late at night because I cannot fall asleep because I don't know what, but no, seriously. Pine mulch seemed to be the best. It has all sorts of great properties, um, insecticidal in the sense that, uh, no, did I say pine? Oh boy, I meant cedar. Ha! Cedar is what I got. My bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh when somebody listened to this a couple times and then like broke off before I said that. Cedar! 
you know, I was in between pine and cedar, and I had pine, and it wasn't my favorite. I think I had pine. Anyways, cedar. Cedar, cedar, cedar. Cedar, cedar, cedar. Okay, that's enough. Um, yeah, and it smells great, too, right? So you get cedar, and watch. I bet you I'm going to get emails like, I got pine because I should stop saying that. I got these <clears throat> elastic bands, like, on the microphone. Not because I need it or anything. It's just, like, I'm holding it. I don't know why I'm just putting them there. Anyways. So, that being said, right? That being said, you want to feed the plant from above. And that, you know, that could be compost teas, right? That could be granules, which I recommend to get organic. You can buy those now. Organic plant food, it's called. Whatever, you can find it. I recommend compost teas. It's really easy. Five-gallon bucket or more, depending on the size. You put water in. You put a bag uh, or a nylon bag or you could put it in a sock. Shit. That's what I started first. I put it in a sock, in a really long sock. I put compost in there, soil, or a um, little bit of soil, and then I put a little bit of, uh, a little bit of, um, worm castings? Yeah, worm castings. And, I'm going to light this Palo Santo again. Get the vibe going. And when you put that in the in the sock, in the gym sock, right? In the... Don't put it in a dirty gym sock. Well, I mean, I guess you could probably put it in a dirty gym sock. It would probably... Um, it would probably help, like, add more microbial life. See what I mean? This is what you have to think of. Really, you want more microbial life. You want more... You just want different things. Like when I would brew compost tea, sometimes I would put a couple of um, flowers in there. I would put some random um, mushrooms I found growing because, I, you know, I, even if I didn't know the identification, I sort of just gathered. I would literally gather sort of items around the yard that looked nutrient and... And while I'm not, you know, while I could go buy the recipe, right, I can make barley teas and uh, sprouted teas, which I definitely do once in a while. But it's like, for me, I'd rather sprout, I don't know, it, it's just, it's more, like for me, it's the less process involved is the most beneficial um, for really everything. So... You know, you steep, you steep in, in a bubbler, you get one of those bubblers that they put inside of, uh, tanks, you know, inside of water tanks, uh, fish tanks, and you bubble that for 24 hours, and then you dilute that water, or dilute that compost tea with, with water, and then you fit, and then you feed all of your plants with that, 
Um, and then you can make the strengths different, uh, based on what you put in it, everything. I mean, it's just like, the sky's the limit. I would put, you could, you could add anything, um, add anything. Aloe vera, you know, uh, you can add cinnamon if you're having sort of, uh, problemos. Like I would add cinnamon. I would add cinnamon in the compost tea. Okay. And then I would sprinkle a layer of cinnamon. I would sprinkle a layer of cinnamon on top. I, I forget when I was growing, uh, a couple years ago and I had the little, I think they were fungus gnats or something like that. Yeah. Layer of cinnamon and then a layer of, uh, peat moss or cocoa moss, not peat moss, uh, cocoa moss and which is coconut, shredded coconut. So soft. It's like, I want a bed of that. Put that on and then you put fucking shit. You put like cayenne on top of that. Like the plants don't, they're not going to be sort of affected unless you really, you know, you're spraying. I've noticed just essential oils. That's what you have to be careful of. That is very strong. So if you're doing any sorts of oils, I recommend dilute them seriously and try them out a little bit. Um, you know, or any soaps, period, any soap on plants. I heard milk is really great for like powdery mildew. And that, again, that's because of the microbes. So EM1 is, is the best. They're effective, um, effective microorganisms. That's what the EM stands for. And basically they're beneficial microbes. That's what you're, you use actually for that Bakashi compost. You can use the same stuff inside of a spray. You could spray plants with that. And it's safe, safe for you, safe for your skin, safe for dogs, safe for everything. Um, isn't that, isn't that the goal to live more one with, you know, drinking water, y'all drinking water. So you now now you've got your plants in the ground. You've put soil on top. Maybe you've dug bokashi compost. Maybe you didn't. You inoculated the top. You put your favorite mulch on top, just not rubber or colored unless you want to eat chemicals. Traces of chemicals. And that's it. Now you're looking at... Oh, you can do straw too, by the way. That's fine. Just be careful. The straw at the local hardware store has bonded. Bonding agent. Has a bonding agent. Now, what do you think a bonding agent is? You know? That's so, it's not dusty. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy that the straw isn't dusty. 
what you do? Oh, you just put a deadly chemical that's hazardous to everything? Oh, that's, that's okay. So, that's it. You got your plants planted. And now your goal is to just keep it watered. Or don't water it. Okay, but I would water it. When I don't water, it doesn't grow or I start losing plants. Obviously, right? Because water is life. Water helps all the nutrients move and helps everything Helps helps move everything. That's what moves everything. Water is the most amazing polar molecule ever, meaning it has a slight charge, meaning meaning it's slight energetic, meaning it. We don't give it enough credit, or the majority of consciousness doesn't. Is what I mean. It has memory, it heals, so that's it, and it I guess that's 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 you got your you got your your backyard garden, you got your fucking backyard garden grow- growing. So now you just sit back and watch. You sit back, you roll up another one, or you light up a, a you know, a joint, or a, hit a bong, or hit the dab, hit the concentrates, yeah, the rosin, um, or ice water hash, which is my preference. Ice water hash. All the medicine. And then you start to grow your medicine. You start to see the potential. You start to see your squash. You start to see your cucumba. You start to see your tomato. You start to see your calendula. (laughs) Or your barrage. If you haven't noticed, I'm saying them all... Slightly off. Well, depends, I guess. If you care. I don't. I like wordplay. I don't really see as, see something as saying something wrong. It's just different ways of saying it. Different pronunciations, right? Different pronunciations. Four, two, one, two, two. That's what I'm seeing right now on the computer. So, um, thanks for hanging out on this episode of Gut Instincts Podcast. I hope you enjoyed what we talked about. And I hope you got something out of it. And... I can't thank you enough for listening. And I want to let you know so much more in store for y'all. It's been slow the last few months because I've been going to town on the book because the release is September of 2018. So I don't know when you be listening to this. You could be listening to this in the year 2021. And in that case, that's pretty fucking cool. Because it means I'm still doing the podcast 
and yeah, and it's 2021, it's like four or five years, I don't know. What I mean to say is, uh, I got some really cool stuff in store for Gut Instincts Podcast. So if you dig the content, although I don't really like using the word content, I just referred to that because it's like, is that like a joke or something that's going around? I keep seeing people like post about it and I, I guess it is funny. I guess the word is funny, but maybe it's just like the reference to it is funny because that's really all people sort of think the internet is about is putting out just massive amounts of shit. And I mean, I'll be straight with you. Like if you put massive amounts of shit out for a length of period of time, eventually, you know what I mean? Something may stick or, or you may, I don't know, you may make a, a video or, or a whatever like that works. But I think what needs to be more focused on, and I think that's why I laugh about people making jokes saying content, is because we need to have the focus on this content being good content. And that's what I'm trying to make sure I get y'all at Gut Instincts Podcast. So that being said, I love you. Peace out.